just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello and welcome back to another week of Obviously Good. You are joined, as always, with myself, Champagne Guzzler, Beatrice Thompson, white wine connoisseur, Libby Dunlop. Oh, hi, guys. And an uncocked. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, actually, at the moment. Uncocked. I, I meant to say uncorked vintage okay. red wine, Bella Cowell, but you know. <laughs> I'll take both. <laughs> well, um, how is everyone's week been? <laughs> Oh, I had a bloody awesome week. Love yeah. that for you. Well, I feel like it's back to normal almost. Okay, so, okay. Hold okay, your horses. Almost, almost. True, true, true. But, well, we had, which we're going to tell you all about, we had dinner on Friday night. So oh, started my weekend right and then followed by, you know, a beautiful day, just like baking, all that sort of thing. Dinner with some, some friends at someone's house, but like quite a big, fun, boozy dinner. And then following with breakfast out the next morning, Sunday brunch. That's just beautiful. You Lynn. really took advantage of the relaxed like, restrictions. Oh, you I did. totally did. I feel like yeah, in a good all... way, in a good way. No shame, no shame. <laughs> and it was just so good to be able to have like someone wait on you and like someone fill oh. up your water. Oh, okay. Someone... Like, no, but you know what I mean? Like when you're out, that's one of the nicest bits. Like someone sort of like coming over and asking you. Your food you, just arrives yeah, on, on the yeah, table. Exactly. Yeah. And like even when you go to a friend's house, you want, you like, you got to help clean up. But when you're yeah, out, you can't do just you? sit just there. Like, do you, oh, Bella, yeah, you should. <laughs> you hey, I'm do. talking about you guys in here. Oh, yeah, true. We do. Be clean tonight. Anyway, <laughs> Bill, how was your weekend? Yeah, I actually had so much fun. Um, obviously, Friday night with you guys, super fun. And then two of my best friends were in Sydney over the weekend, Margot and Luce. So that was really fun to see them for the first time in like oh, eight nice. weeks. Oh, nice. So nice. Yeah. Oh, such a long time. I yeah. think a, a lot of overdue friend time happened this oh, weekend 100%. for some people. Absolutely. Did you get to see any friends, B? Um, well, I saw you guys. Okay, true. We are okay. your friends. I forget He's that. like, oh, God, I have not. I didn't actually. No, I think honestly, we've mentioned it. Friday night kind of took it out of me. Um, I <laughs> didn't do anything else for the rest of the weekend. I got way too overexcited. I got way too overexcited, went too hard, and then I went home. I literally went home. Uh, you know, Saturday I went home and edited at home. And then Sunday, it was just such a nice day. Uh, me and the boyf went to – oh, I hate that word. But went to <laughs> so not a yes, you so word. So not okay. a me word. Went to Coogee, um and had some fish and chips, sat by the water, had a bit of a chill. A heaven. That nothing looked like beautiful. fish and chips by the water. Oh, there is nothing like fish and chips by the water. It just makes sense. And are people around now? Oh, it was very busy. Okay. A Almost, bit scarily busy? Uh, yeah. I'm all for ease restrictions, but I think every man and their dog was out this weekend. And it's like <laughs> – Me included. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, can you still do social distancing when there's that many people around? No. Yes, true. I hear what you're saying. So it's a bit of a, yeah, anyway, let's no, not go right. down that avenue. No, you're right. But no. so the highlight of everyone's week and the point of this podcast was Friday night. Mm. No more singing. Okay, no, sorry, sorry. sorry. Listeners, no but more singing. context for everyone listening, as of Friday, ease restrictions in New South Wales, main one was 10 people allowed in a restaurant. Yep. Correct. So we were like, we're taking advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely. We jumped on that. As soon as we possibly could. Like, we were at like a rash. Terrible analogy. Libby, where'd we head to? So this week we went to Pizza Fritter 180. Now, Oofed. it's on Crown Street and opened up in 
um, early Feb, so only a month or month and a half just before the COVID lockdown all started. So oh. they've had pretty bad luck. Yeah, like I didn't even know it was there because I haven't been to that side of town since COVID. Since probably last year because of COVID. I was like, you've definitely been to that part of town. <laughs> Ever. No, but like I haven't been to that corner. No, and so I was lucky year. that I mm. have actually, like I live quite close to that. So I walked past it all the time that it was like setting up, got super excited for it. When it opened in Feb, Jack and I went and had such an exciting time that I was so keen to take mm. you guys. So as soon as we were allowed to, I was like, I know the place to go. It's a great energy. Anyway, the place itself is on corner of Crown and Favot in Surrey Hills. And um, the owner is called Luigi Esposito. And he actually was the head chef and founder of Via Napoli, which is a very well-known pizza place in Surrey Hills as well, yeah. also on Crown Street. Pizza places. They're, pizza. they're a chain. True. Is that the one in Lane Cove? Uh, I think so. It is. You've been in my hood? Oh. Just once. Crossing the bridge, babe. Whoa. I was yes. like, is this where Beatrice lives? I found When I found that out, very surprising. Well, because she, Beatrice says this because the pizza that we serve there is completely different. So Via Napoli pizza is known for its you know meat-along pizzas, very traditional style. Pizza Fritta is known for its deep-fried Pizzas. So they're essentially calzones, basically, folded in half, flash fried in 180 degree oil, hence the name Pizza Fritter. Hence the name. Love that. 180. Um, They come out looking a bit like a fish. We did think that, but it's because they're meant to be eaten in your hand. So the sort of like the idea of it is that they want to sort of increase like street food and that sort of like grab and go or grab and have a drink and stand around. Which makes so much sense because if you go on their Instagram, a lot of it is like they're pulling and like grabbing and holding yeah it's all about that sort of like, it's like a lot of food shots of it and yeah. that sort of thing because in naples where it's from they want you know th- there's so much crowding on the streets and that, and they wanted to bring that culture interestingly tricky in covid times <laughs> obviously they didn't know that going into like that they were going to be going into covid so actually to to take that back to when i went the first time it did feel a bit like that it was full of people bustling so much so that like Jack and I were sitting in this one spot and he kept getting knocked in the back by different people, but kind of in a nice energy, you know, oh, someone walked in and they were like singing some sort of like Italian song. Yeah. It's like the hustle and bustle. And everyone and just started the to sing it. it all. And like, it was very different vibe at the moment reopening COVID times. So when we got there, talk us through. Yeah. So I mean, before we even get to the menu, obviously it's the limit of 10. So Libby thought, let's just go and wait. Which luckily we did because we ended up waiting for probably about an hour. 45, if not more. 45 to an yeah. hour, yeah. Um, because we were that awkward three. So we had we had to have a one to sit down for us to go because everyone else was couples. Yeah. But it was fine in the end. It was it was fine in the end. And we were totally happy to wait because they had outdoor heating. They yeah. were super kind to us. And we could tell that they were being particularly pedantic and happily so because obviously we want them to be abiding by the rules but because police cars literally kept driving up and down the oh, crown, yeah, street. crown street like, would be a bad place to to break the rule yeah. Yeah. yeah and police even came in at one point to check yeah, yeah. they counted us which was super interesting but so no they definitely didn't break the rules at some points they had nine in there instead of having instead of having you know 11 if they had another couple so they were doing the right thing absolutely and so I guess in that Italian kind of nature of it all, you know, we'd been waiting for 45 minutes. Bella, you know, rocked up just in time. It was a great timing of you. 
out of nowhere. <laughs> Stunning her. Stepped off the streets. Hi, I'm here. Um, they were still standing there. I was like, why are you still standing here? <laughs> Not by choice. Are you waiting for me? And then no. so this, our seat became available and just like classic Italian style of you get an Aperol spritz, you get a limoncello. It was you know, very you get sort this. of flustering, don't you think? Yeah. Like I felt a bit like, oh, okay, yes. And they can't. And the, Before we had sat down, we'd already ordered cocktails. Yeah. And the antipasto. And an antipasto. Yeah, which, six yeah we didn't realize we were doing. Totally. Bella, <laughs> I think it was like B was sort of getting herself sorted and Bella and I was sort of a bit getting a bit caught up in the moment and just kept being like, yep. <laughs> yeah. You're being yes Ciao, people. ciao, yeah. <laughs> and See, so we ended up with, well, I got an Aperol spritz. And I got the limoncello spritz. And I also jumped on that bandwagon. Mm. But you didn't love yours. No. Which is interesting because usually I will jump on anything that's lemony and citrusy. But this one just didn't, I didn't. Why? I'm not sure. Too taste too much like alcohol? Like, you know, I, I don't strong. think I'm a fan of liqueur. Okay. So if you do like liqueur, then you might like it. It was an interesting vibe. I was expecting it to be sweeter than it was. So I think I had that expectation and then I was pleasantly surprised because it wasn't that sweet. I think it would be better if it was sweeter. Okay, interesting. Anyway, then we went on and got the antipasto. Now it's called on the on the menu, antipasto all italiana. Definitely makes sense because it was all of italiana. <laughs> I actually feel like that. So it had like buffalo mozzarella, uh, burrata, all the mm. meats you could possibly imagine. So like prosciutto, salamis, cured bits of other meats that I don't even know what they were. Um, pickled onion, we think. I think. I don't know. Breadsticks. Not sure. Okay, breadsticks oh. are so random. Don't you reckon? <laughs> breadsticks are really random. It's like, are you a bread? Are you a stick? And like, <laughs> but and also I'm like, jump I just put a breadstick when there's all this other stuff. No, and happening. we well, that's part of it. You're right because we also did order with it, which they just suggested, and we said yes to without even knowing what we're saying yes to. But um, two bits of the the sort of puffy bread. Oh, I loved that. So, which was so good. But also, before we move on, can we just say that you will understand and fathom the amount of this anti pasty? Do we say pasty? Anti pasto pasto plate. When you see the pictures, it was on a separate stool. Yeah, we had it our own huge. stool. It for didn't them. fit on the table. <laughs> oh, that's it. And and because we had the bread, it was like you could dip, you could chop, you could crack the breadstick, you could do oh. whatever. It was everything happening, but everything. almost too many choices that you were it like was too much. What? And there was even blue cheese on there, random. But too much in a good way. Too much in a good way. Too much in, in a good, good way. way. So we had all this food and we were feeling very full already. But the whole idea, as we've talked to you about, is this deep fried, flash fried Fish. pizza. <laughs> Absolutely, we, we weren't going to leave without it. So we had to go for it. We ordered the just the plainest that could come. So it was the charia. I just butchered that, but it was the tomato-based one with essentially cheese and basil. Very, very basic. Came to the table. What did we think? Oh my gosh, just like I kind of wish now that we got three. I know that would be my only regret on going. Would be going small, ham on sm- the small antipasto and going ham on the deep fried pizza yeah. i know because that like we went there for that pizza but we can go back that's true and we will go back oh we will but i think we did do a smart thing in the sense that we knew we still had a lot of meat on the antipasto plate so we got a kind of um basic cheese a basic cheese tomato uh fried pizza so we could have like the meat with it and yeah. keep in mind it's definitely like not basic like you think it's going to be basic, but it's not. Yeah, no, when we say basic, it's not basic. It's fried pizza for goodness Basic sake. in a good way. It, it's, it's wild. It comes to the table and it's just like this puffy bit and then you open it up and like a pizza pocket kind of thing. Well, Libby, in like a really dancing way. size did we get? We did get the, the small, so the medium. Which is also? Calzone. No. Oh. Half moon. Half moon. <laughs> Half moon. Okay. So there's actually technically three. 
So yeah, bear with me now. So there's the large one, which we saw, which is quite puffed up, which looks traditionally like a calzone. Then there's the half moon, which looks like the fish. And then you weren't here, but when Livy and I, I'm sorry, I pointed at Bella to everyone listening to the podcast. When Livy and I were waiting, we saw this like puffed up donut thing mm. with stuff on top. Mm. That's the snack version. And it's called the Monterre. Right. Okay. There you go. I didn't know that. It didn't. Mm. It doesn't sit in the same pizza menu. No, it's, it, I think it's, it's on, on the, the appetizer one. Yes, correct. So it's not necessarily what you'd order as a main meal, but definitely still something to if you needed to try that deep fried feeling, it's go to that one. And if that wasn't enough, what did we get for dessert? Angoletti Nutella. Basically like a churros? Yeah. Yes. A lo- yes. Basically like a churros, except... It's not that thick cinnamon, like cinnamon pa- dough pastry. It's the bread again. Same bread, coated in sugar, doused in Nutella, as if we hadn't had enough carbs or fried things. <laughs> we definitely ate the whole thing and we loved it. I think it literally says on Concrete Playground, if you haven't had enough fried food, order this. <laughs> For I the love dessert. That. And now bear with me. Reimagine the dish. Did it not look like Edward's his hands? Hands. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. Covered in Nutella. They were a bit like crunchy hands, like a bit like. Long finger hands. A bit like strange. Yes. 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 Oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to. Okay, so what you're going to get if you get this dish is Edward scissor hands, but deep fried. (laughs) Deep fried. And tastes delicious, like not metallic in scissory. Whoa. Scatch out. But also I did want to bring up that um, with all this happening, of course, we also got another bottle of wine. Of course. So we got the Pinot Grigio, 55 bucks. Pretty all right. Went down a treat. Yeah, it went down a real treat. And it was an interesting one because Beatrice doesn't normally like white wine. I, I do love- not dabble with the devil. I love when this happens because you actually like so many things that you say you don't. We're just no. slowly changing your no, palate. No, 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 no. White wine doesn't like me. <laughs> white, yeah. Alcohol doesn't like anybody. We know this. <laughs> no, white wine particularly. It's the preservatives and it's just white. Okay, rosé is queen preservative. <laughs> yeah, anyway. rosé started to turn on me too. It was only an amount of time. Absolutely. Well, I guess that brings us to order off the menu, which we are so excited to have back because we went out. <laughs> so um, if you're not familiar with this part of the podcast, this is where we go around the room and decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. Libby, let's kick it off for Dolls for Dishes. So this is a tricky one because of the alcohol. I love when you start like that. Well, it's always I, a tricky one. It's always I've, a tricky one. Well, it is because I think you've got to look at it in two ways. The food itself, super cheap for what it was. Delicious, yep. high quality yeah. meats, high yep. quality cheese, great service, all that sort of thing. Good servings. Good, ser- huge yeah, servings. true. Now, I did a rough calculation and if we didn't get alcohol... $23 a head. Holy shizballs. We got alcohol, so it was $55 a head. Now, I was still happy with 55 Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, we walked away from that Veruca salt style. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. And absolutely. And that's why I kind of wanted to, to talk to you about that because we were all happy with $55 a head. Yeah. You know, like, none of us blinked an eyelid. We were like, that was an awesome meal. We wanted to spend a bit of cash. And it's we... probably more to do with our personalities that we need to check in on. <laughs> yes, but I also think we hadn't been out. We, we did want to spend it. We were happy We've and excited. We've been saving those pennies in COVID. This is Absolutely. True. So, but then when you think about it, without all that alcohol, that's actually just a really good night. A really... Absolutely. Yeah. And so I... 
I had to say, I gave it a four out of five. Oh, no, I think that's a strong choice. And I, and I, I back like you. It. I think I, I gave it a four out of five because I think it's one of those places where you can choose what you're doing. Mm, so yeah. you can get the takeaway, the handheld pizza for, I think it was 12 bucks for that half moon. Such good value. Such good value. Or you can sit down and have the $40 antipasto what we got. <laughs> yeah, the Edward Scissorhands was $6. So I good. know. I thought that maybe it was going to be like six times three. But no, $6. Bang it's on. just that big. $6. Oh, it's actually crazy. I keep thinking about it. Um, Bella, mate or date? Oh, I'm actually so, keen to hear this one. So this one I feel like, and I know I said a lot, but I actually feel like it could go either way. Okay, but, tell us through both. Okay, yeah, talk us through both and then maybe we'll make the decision. <laughs> so, again, like a fun vibe, maybe not in COVID times, but in maybe a few weeks when restrictions get a little bit more. A few months probably, but. Yeah, <laughs> a bit hopeful over here. But I feel like you could go there on a date, but you could also just go there with your friends and like eat cheese and eat all the things that make you bloated and it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, but what would you prefer to do at this venue? I think friends. Nice. Okay, we're sticking with mate then. Yeah, we're, I back. I mean, we're mates. We went, and it was actually very mate energy. Yeah, like we had so much fun, and there were so many mates there actually dining out. Those two Italian girls that were just having a great time. Yeah, that was fun. I yeah, loved that it. That was fun. I wanted to be them anyway. <laughs> they had nice um, boots. You wanted to be them. What was wrong with us? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So B, give it to us. Bougie or basic? Basic. As in, it's Dead. a fun vibe. Okay. Don't need to be dressed up to the nines to go there. I also think the vibe in general is like a chill, relaxed vibe. I really like what they've done with the decor. Um, Like finding out that they're also the owners of Air Napoli, super different. This place is like blue, yellow. It's got all these like different, like um, kind of like art poppy vibe. And it's just like a really chill fun place it is uh, you're, you're totally right you can come in any shape like not shape or size but in anything you want to wear it all goes it's like a fun vibrant atmosphere yeah yeah so you don't have to be too stuck up to go absolutely or too not not, not stuck, stuck up, up. <laughs> if you can get there and you feel comfortable at the moment going out go like we are backing it yeah but there were plenty of people there waiting for takeaway you can do takeaway as well it's still doing takeaway it's doing both so put it on your hit list this week now it's time for Food Features and Fails, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss food features or food fails from our weeks. Belle, can you start us off? So on Sunday, Lucy and I went to the fruitologist in Roselle. No way. Yeah, which I also took B a couple weeks back. And so what is the fruitologist? They're like well-known and I'm talking like the line was ridiculous. Like they're only doing takeaway at the moment still. Like you can't Is even... it a fruit shop? It's a grocer. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. So you can buy fruit, but you can also buy anything. Granola or something. Like basically it's where you go to become wholesome. <laughs> oh my so... gosh, I love that. Okay, so what were you getting being so wholesome? Well, just the classic Asahi bowl. Oh. And I'm talking like it is probably the best acai bowl in Sydney. Oh, now you're making my mouth water. I love acai bowls so much. Yeah. <laughs> Libby, I can't believe you haven't been yet. I know. I don't know. I didn't know about it until tonight. Who are you telling me right now? Well, now you know. Okay, cool. And now everyone knows Can you, you have to get there. explain for everyone what's in the acai bowl? It's a classic acai bowl and it has granola through it, banana, strawberry, a little bit more granola on top. You can get extra and then peanut butter. Oh. oh, I saw that. The lashings. Are like, Is that one of those ones where it's got like the coated in peanut butter kind yeah. of? Yeah. So it's like that swell up. 
Oh. Yeah, we did put one on the Instagram a couple of weeks ago, I think. True. Because Bella introduced me to it, actually. Oh, and somehow I missed this. Yum. Okay, I'm so going to get involved with this. I love that from you. You will love it, Lib. That's actually hilarious because I went on Saturday. So <laughs> we were both there. Different days. Um, But yeah, after our Friday night, I, I wanted to feel wholesome. So I went to the wholesome yeah. shop and I got one. Well, Libby, what was your food feature or fail? Mm. I know that I always give you guys shit for this, but I think I'm going to have to do one that's a bit of a half and half. Oh. A bit of a... Oh, okay. Well, I tell, I'll talk Libby you through. No, 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 no. You do you. Okay, you do I'll talk you. you through. So what I did is on, on Saturday night, I had a, a very good friend of mine's birthday. Mm-hmm. It wasn't actually her birthday dinner, but I wanted to make her a birthday cake because it had been her birthday earlier that week. And so she, she like me, adores chocolate. So I wanted to make like a really hectic chocolate, something like with just mm. extreme chocolate mm. on it. Anyway, I'd been looking at this recipe for a long time, this Catherine Sabbath Milo ganache cake recipe. Yum. Yum. And I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to give this a go. Chocolate, layers of chocolate cake filled with chocolate ganache, topped on another layer of chocolate cake, topped more Milo ganache with Ooh. TV snacks, Maltesers, shards of Werther's original. Right. Sounds pretty good. Sounds like yeah. diabetes in a cake. Yes. So this is where the <laughs> fail comes in. The cake was awesome. Everyone was really excited to have a cake. You know, it's like quite a fun thing to have. Mm, quite a, like, yeah. You know. yeah. But it was a tiny bit wonky. Oh, no. No. Oh, and no. Leaning Tower of Pisa. It was fine. It stayed up all night, but just a bit wonky. Oh, okay. And it was gave everyone diabetes. <laughs> Not quite literally. I thought you were going to say diarrhea. I thought you were going to say diarrhea too. Okay, no, 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 no. Everyone had the rugs. <laughs> no, no, no. It just like the next day I could hardly move because I was that full of too much chocolate and too much, oh, you know. you killed the party. You needed, yeah. And and exactly. And Everyone's like, sweet Libby's chocolate <laughs> Sweet Libby got a bit too sweet. <laughs> quite seriously, I think. So I think I'm, you know, I, I liked it, but I, it's not a feature. Is it? Any way you can revise the recipe, like you do that sort of thing. Yeah, but I, well, I think part of it was I was talking about it in the taxi home with Jack after a few wines, being like, "What would I have done better?" Oh my god, and, I love this. And I was, I think it needed either ice cream. Always cake always needs ice cream. Yeah. Or fruit, like it needed raspberries through it or something. It was just too just rich and to like claggy, and so or maybe it just needs some vanilla. Thoughts? Vanilla what? <laughs> Anything you want. Vanilla essence, you mean? No, like I love when the apprentice comes in. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, Bella. Tell us your wise words. Just like a block of vanilla, something. <laughs> a block of vanilla. <laughs> so it breaks out all the other chocolate stuff. I think hey, it just needs a bit of rice. Wait, what is a block of vanilla? <laughs> You go home and try it and then What is a block? Back. What am I buying? What is this? Like, are you saying she's put cake. some like Cadbury top deck on it? Sure. Or just like. Wait, what is vanilla? Vanilla is. Some flour, isn't... some vanilla, make it really vanilla y. Vanilla and is then a make flavor. Like vanilla is not a thing. You can't just no, have no. a thing of vanilla. Well, like flour and then like sugar and whatever else you put into a cake and vanilla, make it like vanilla flavored. I don't know how you do that. Okay, you were so biased because all you eat is that vanilla greens cake. That's <laughs> so like five dollars from hey, police. That's that's an idea. Go get that greens cake, make it, <laughs> pop it in, so it breaks up all the different layers. I love how you I'm slaved here. over this like famous cake, and she's like, you know what? I, I I've got I, I got a fix. Vanilla <laughs> greens, plain vanilla. vanilla greens, vanilla chocolate cake, not chocolate cake. Okay, vanilla. well, thank you. I'll, I'll take it on. I'll think about it. I'll sit with it. Um, but yeah, so anyway, that was what I thought. I thought it was just a bit of a 
a bit disappointing <laughs> when you spend half the day making a cake that is really like heavy. Yeah, and I can see how that is both a feature and a fail. And you know what? So I'll put it up on the Insta stories so you can all decide if it's uh, a feature or a fail for yourselves. B, feature or fail? Feature. And I've been raving about it to anyone that will listen, actually. Um, I did put it on our Instagram as well. It is a recipe I found online from someone that we follow called Half Baked Harvest. I love her so much. Oh, so you do know her? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just maybe you followed her then. I did. Oh, okay. So she <laughs> is we a... all share the obviously good Instagram, and I follow all the foodies. Uh, okay, yeah. I wondered how she came on our yeah. feed. Anyway, love that. She is a foodie from America. Um, and if you want to follow her page, it's called Half Baked Harvest. Is that correct? Yep. And she basically she just posted this quick vid- video of. What essentially was broccoli fettuccine Alfredo. Yum. Okay. And I was like, I can do that because what caught my eye was the sauce was made out of hummus. So not cream. Pause for effect. Yeah. Not cream. Awesome. So I was like, I'm going to try this and put it to the test because that sounds super rogue. And so I added some mushroom and bacon in myself because my parents freak out if there's no meat. They're old school. <laughs> um, but essentially the sauce was made out of hummus, parmesan, Lemon juice and some pasta water. Yeah. And it tasted so good. And it wasn't that heavy feeling you get when you have like a carbonara. It's full of cream. Yeah. 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 Like Do you know tonight? what I mean? No, not. Uh, we did. Bella did make us a delicious carbonara. Make, tonight. That was actually really great. But it's different. And it's like you think so much hummus goes into it. You think it's going to really be quite hummusy. Like how would hummus go in pasta? It's so rogue. Amazing. Okay. Everyone should try it. That's stunning. I think it's like taking over our family's new like fettuccine. Like we won't be making the old one anymore. Crazy. Absolute feature for me. Love that. And if you have loved what we've discussed tonight on the podcast, please tell a friend, share it, leave a review. We love the support. Yeah. And if you want to see pics from today's podcast or any other podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at obviously good podcast. Make sure you jump into that Facebook page. We'd love to see you there. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.